Are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday. We have a magical guest with us today, and her name is Amanda. And we have the honor of bringing Amanda in to perform at our women's wellness retreat just a couple of weeks back now. And oh my God, wasn't that (laughs) magical, Ashley? Sure. Magic. Like, I can't, I can't even describe what the energy, like the energy in that space as it was being held and my own personal experience with it. So one of the things, Amanda, we will let you talk, I promise. (laughs) One of the things that happened to to me was I was going to be like helping move some energy around with my Reiki background. And she said to me after, she's like, what happened? Like you would, I'm like, I couldn't move. I couldn't get off of my blanket and go do that thing that I said I was going to do. And so, um, yeah, just pure magic, absolute energy healer here, guys. So welcome, Amanda. We're so happy to have you on the podcast. Um, yeah, congrats. Welcome. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you, you, you both for welcoming me into your space and now on your podcast. Um, You know, I am just so humbled and grateful and, uh, hi everyone. It's super exciting to be here with both, uh, Ashley and, um, Angela today. So yeah, I, I, I just came to a a retreat that they both welcomed me to. So it was, uh, just a beautiful experience. Um, would you want me to talk a bit about the sounds? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, just tell everybody who you are and what it okay. is, what is this magical thing that you made back to our circle? Okay. So, well, my name is Amanda. I'm the CEO of my company called nature babes. Um, we help women journey through this deep feminine energy of self-healing, self-acceptance, self-discovery, um, through nature, through, uh, through just their own spiritual reflection, um, figuring out their soul's purpose. I always tell people, you know, there's two very important days that happen in your life. And the first one is the day that you're born. And the second one is the day that you figure out why you were born. (laughs) And, um, facilitating sound bath was something that, um, that I actually got into by listening to my guides and just following my intuition and feeling that I needed to discover the uh, beauty of crystal singing bowls. Um, 
And when I do that, it's like magic just happens every single time I play the bowls, I swear. Mm -hmm. And, um, having, you know, your divine space of coming into this beautiful retreat that you both held space for, um, there was something really magical about the group of women that you all had at that day. It just seemed like, um, they were ready. It was like, they were ready to surrender. They were open. They were available. They were willing to dive in deep and they just, their souls were just so open and they were just able to really feel the frequencies flowing through. And if you're unfamiliar of what sound bath is, it's really working on your body at a cellular level. It's working with all of your chakras. You have over 150 different chakras in the body. They all spin like little propellers and they get clogged up with, um, the food we eat, our environment, our stress load, um, gosh, just so much stuff that, uh, we're handling in our day-to-day lives. So sound can really help, um, move those propellers and make them spin faster so that you're feeling more centered, more grounded, more energized. I mean, we're here to really embody, um, this beautiful human experience. We're here to really, um, you know, uh, feel optimal and feel at our natural state, usually typically all the time. Uh, but that's not the case. A lot of us are bogged down. A lot of us are feeling like we need to release, but we don't know how, um, which makes us, you know, turn to substance or, um, bad habits that, um, do more harm to the body than good. So, um, yeah, sound crystal singing bowls is just a way that you can really add harmony into your body um, and bringing you back to your natural state. It's like playing a, a piano that's out of tune completely and then tuning that piano to a specific song that you're listening to. And then you can hear the harmony in the in the instrument. Um, and it's just a beautiful thing to, to witness uh, on my end of um, of beautiful souls, just really absorbing that sound and allowing it to move through them and allowing them to release what no longer serves them. And I could feel a huge, huge, just like what Ashley was saying halfway through, I was like, there's so much energy coming through. And I was just like, you know, just helping every single soul that was there just to release, you know, as much as what they were willing to, to release, but it was a lot, it was a powerful session. I mean, I've done sound bath a lot, um, for a lot of different things, but, uh, your retreat with the the women that you have is definitely going to always be in my mind. I feel it's, it was such a magical moment of just witnessing Mm-hmm. And seeing the energy not only release from um, the women that were there, but also um, just feeling their heart center at the end of how grateful and how um, you could just feel that they were just, it brought them closer to their soul. It brought them closer to um feeling maybe a feeling that they haven't felt for a long time. Maybe it was the stillness. Maybe it was just the, the, um, the closeness that they felt of being quiet. So quieting the mind. So 
uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely awesome. It was epic. So if anyone's watching, (laughs) I'm glad you feel that way because we feel that way too. You were honestly the perfect way to begin that whole day. It really, Angie and I have talked about this. It really set the tone. It really set the mood beginning Mm -hmm. with that clearing, but it's, I find anytime I do a sound bath, the clearing feels so gentle, but Mm -hmm. also extremely effective and powerful, right? So Mm -hmm. the, the way that the vibration is happening through your chakras and through your system, it's clearing, but it's not like slapping you in the face. You almost Mm -hmm. feel like you're moving with it and you don't even necessarily realize that I mean, you can't move, right? In my case, right? Um, but there's, there's such a gentleness with it. And I don't know if that's just because of the actual like musical aspect of it. Or what is that? When you, when you're playing the bowls, right? You have like a stick or a stick is not the right word, but it's like a mala, a mala, a mala. Yeah. And you're yeah. rubbing around the outside of the bowls, right? To create that vibration, to create that sound. And right. So is there a connection to it being sound versus any type of modality that really brings in that gentleness? I think, um, you know, to answer your question, it is the, the sound that that's really that you're hearing that really just kind of takes you away. It quiets the mind. I feel that it, it's able to really kind of tap into that subconscious. So, uh, it's, a, it's allowing you cause in your mind, in your, in your conscious mind, you're thinking about all the things you need to do, right? Like, oh my goodness, did I put the clothes on the line? Did I shut this off? Did I do, do, do. And then when you're listening to the sound, it really has a way of, um, tapping into that subconscious level. And so that you're able to shut down a little bit of the noise in your consciousness and you're able to listen to the sound of my voice and tap into the um, subconscious. And um, I, I feel that like there's lots of different varieties of ways that people do sound bath. I particularly do it with a guided meditation um, because I just find that it's so much more deeper and it just delivers, you know, a deeper experience. But um, that's about the best way I can explain it. I feel that it just kind of like, it's like a massage for your soul. So, and, and for the, for the, um, for, for your retreat and, and having that deep experience, I think for me was, you know, I've seen that happen indoors when the sound is a little bit more sealed, you're in this container, but to have that movement and have every single person in front of me was on the same, uh, uh, frequency it felt like they were all ready to it was like build 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 and then it was like everybody was there to release so I think it really had to do with both of you and and just you know holding that space at the beginning the way that you really you know put those intentions out there and you prepare you warmed these women up for you know um setting their soul of what they were going to experience because um not very often do we get a group of women that are all ready to release at the same time. And I was looking around, everybody was like, 
out like completely. And so, um, usually typically, you know, outside you're just getting, you're getting more distractions. The sound doesn't have anything to bounce off of. So it doesn't seem, uh, sometimes when I say it's not, you know, it's beautiful, but it's, it's, it's such a wide span of sound. But if you look at like uh, molecules and atoms and stuff, like we can't see them, but like right now I'm moving energy. Right. And you know that from, from working with energy. And so we're all energy is always around us. Um, so it, it was just, it was just a magical experience. It was something that and I think it's just going to, it's just going to build as you ladies, you know, um, do this again and over and over and over. It's just going to build that, um, that space that you're holding. So, yeah. We're just so grateful that you were able to come, Amanda, and perform. (laughs) Honestly, it was one of those that the whole retreat was like download after download. And I was like, I know with absolute certainty, Amanda is the person that I need to contact and she's going to be the person doing the sound bowl. And there's so many like little parts that I didn't know why with absolute certainty it was going to be part of the day, but it just kept on all coming together and really, um, even, yeah, it was, it was all of it. It was the letting go and the breath work and the dancing and the walking meditation, all of the elements. I think that powerful combination was just absolutely And it, and it keeps them open. It keeps, it cracks that heart open. It pulls open all those chakras so that you're able to continue and into the subconscious mind, you're able to tap into it for the rest of the day of, um, of the retreat. So Absolutely. Now, Amanda, I actually, we crossed paths or kind of intersected through the fitness space. So let's just take our entire audience back. I don't know how many years, 10, 15, I don't know how many years ago you were in the fitness industry, but now you're doing something totally different. So take the audience back. Where was Amanda at that point? And then as you pivoted and as you changed your business and your direction, maybe you can share with the audience what that looks like. Because I think for some people, they may have it in their head. I have to do this forever. They might be really committed to, oh, I was always the fitness person. So as they're maybe transitioning, maybe some suggestions on how to go through that with grace. Um, answer the call, (laughs) answer the call and listen. Um, well, uh, yeah, Ange and I, we've, we've crossed paths and knew of each other. I, I come from the fitness industry since I was 22. Uh, oh gosh, taught just a variety of so many different classes throughout the years and, um, always knew that I had a voice for empowering and leading and motivating and holding space for women just in a different way. Um, so I guess my journey just really kind of unfolded when I was, you know, really wanting to reach women on a deeper level. And I was doing so much stuff externally with their bodies and looking at their form and, um, you know, uh, training so many different varieties of people in different stages, like athletic or fitness and, uh, fitness competitions and all of those things. So it, it just, I had this deeper calling, I guess, that I really wanted to help change people internally and and feel that they were 
happy on the inside. Um, and that kind of unraveled after so many clients of, you know, losing all this weight and feeling really, really amazing and then not being happy. And it was kind of like that, that kind of that cycle kept on happening a, a couple times over and over throughout my career. And I was like, what is happening? Like women still aren't happy. How can I reach them on a deeper level? And then I started listening a little bit more on my, on my walks and feeling the pull of that I needed to make a bigger impact. And I, you know, I got so many angel numbers if you're listening and you believe in angel numbers, but I probably pissed off a lot of angels <laughs> because I was getting the, the messages were coming through, but I wasn't listening to them. And I'm sure some of your listeners can probably relate to that. You're getting the messages, you're getting the signs of seeing numbers, seeing synchronicities, um, really feeling that yearning that you're, you're wanting to really be part of something bigger. That's even bigger than, than yourself. And, um, it was, it all happened very quickly. I just, um, I had a spiritual awakening, I guess that, that would be the former phrase that a lot of people use. And it was like this instant, I need to sell my building. I need to get out of the fitness industry. I need to bring people into nature. And I had no idea what I was doing. Um, had a lot of fear bottled up because I had no idea who I was going to be. I was losing my identity. So if you're switching careers right now, or you're in something that you just, you know, aren't sure of, all I can say is the universe has your back and you just have to be brave enough to take the first leap, take the first step and whatever that looks like for you. And the first step for me was selling my business. And that happened, that shocked a lot of people that happened in six weeks. Um, and, and surrendering, I remember walking through the forest and just when the stress and, and, um, the doubt got so high and I'm sure you guys can relate where you're just, your mind's ready to explode. And you just have so many overwhelming emotions. I just dropped to my knees in the, in the forest one day and I just cried and I was like, show me what you got for me. Show me universe. I'm ready. I'm ready for you to show me what you got for me. And this is something that we actually do in our retreats now, um, with women. So it's like a little part of my beginning journey that I get to share with, with other people. Um, and just listening. So then from that moment on my building sold in six weeks and it was like, okay, the universe is telling me something, something is happening. Something is shifting. Um, it was really just about trusting. And that was really hard for me to trust and lean into the universe. I'd never, ever, ever done that before in my life. I was like, people were even doubting me. They were like, you went, you were like going into fitness and like, you're so successful in this career. And now you're going to go like hug trees. Like, what, like, what are you doing? <laughs> so it was an interesting switch. I'm sure I shocked a lot of my fitness, um, followers. <laughs> um, but you know what? I truly know that I'm on the right path. It feels like home. I stepped into this new career um, six months before the pandemic. And now I'm holding space for women to, um, to experience, you know, self-acceptance, self-healing, um, this journey through nature as it unfolds. And it's a really beautiful 
um, it's a beautiful connection. And I always tell my clients that I'm here to walk with you, uh, beside you. I'm not in front of you and I'm not behind you. I'm, I'm just beside you walking with you. So it's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful switch, but it's scary in the transition. And I know I I can talk, I can say it to you ladies when you're here and it sounds so simple, (laughs) but it definitely, um, it definitely took a lot of bravery and courage and, uh, but it was, it was well worth it. It was worth every single panic attack, every single time I doubted myself, it was all worth it because the universe really does have your back and the universe wants what you want. So when you get onto that vibration of like, like attracts like, I mean, whatever it is that you want, I wanted to work from home, um, and spend more time with my son. And I put that out five years prior to selling. So it was like the universe was listening to me even five years ago. I just, it took me a long time to, (laughs) to answer the call and respond. Um, And the thing is with those big manifestations, right? We often think of, I know what I want. So you wanted to spend more time at home with your son. And so we knew, you knew that you wanted that, right? But I do think of one thing that um, I heard growing up all the time and I'm like, Oh, my like parents and my grandparents, even though like, I'm not sure they operate in the, the energy space the way that I often do, but they would say like, Oh, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's, that's manifesting. That's like a, that's a core belief. And it's true, right? Yeah. Like we know what we want, but we have to be brave enough to follow the, the intuition, to take the risk, to do it. She's like, yes. I'm knocking. I'm like going to be yeah. here down and it's going to get more uncomfortable and it's going to get yep. more uncomfortable until yep. you literally drop to your knees and are like, here I am. Let's do this. Right. And I think that's, thank you for sharing that because that's a really <laughs> that's a vulnerable and personal moment that you didn't have to share with us or our audience. But I think there's so much power in the asking. I think many of us miss that whole point. And there's Mm -hmm. times now where that is what I do. I, cause we think we got to listen to the universe and we've got to listen. We've got to listen. And we do, but she's always, she's telling us, but if if it's not clear, ask, show me and you will get clarity. You will get those big signs because she wants, yes, she wants you to be successful, but she wants you to be successful in your soul not in your ego. Mm-hmm. So. And I think the big thing too, is that you are already her. So mm-hmm. it's stepping in to that frequency. Yeah. I was already, you know, holding space for women at a different level, but it was really just stepping up to, you know, holding space for a lot more women all at once and not just a one-on-one aspect. And I think we have, we, you're totally right. I mean, we spend so much time hoping and wishing and trying. I mean, those words are just like, I, I've really tried hard to take them out of my vocabulary because you can hope for something and you can wish for something and you can try for something. But like, why don't you just get super real on what it is that you want and go for it and be super clear. You're exactly right, Ashley. And and that's how it works. And I think like, gosh, I didn't even know what like manifesting really was, you know, a couple of years ago in the fitness industry. I mean, we don't talk about manifesting and spirit. I didn't anyways. It was just very much so hustle and push hard and, you know, uh, get those results. It was very much like grind and go and. Um, so 
it's interesting. Uh, you know, I hope, I hope I shine some light on for other women that are listening, you know, uh, to your podcast on taking the risk and what's the biggest thing. Um, what's, what's the biggest thing that could happen? I mean, you, you could fail at something, but then it's just a learning. It's just a pivot. It's just a switch. So it's like, even if, even if working from home wasn't going to work out, then I could have just went and got a job or did something else. So there's always opportunity, but you're right. We're so scared to not ask. We think that we need to do everything ourselves. And the moment we put ourselves into surrendering, see, a lot of people think surrendering is giving up. I've talked to a lot of women over the year, like in the last couple of years, and they're just like, oh, surrendering means that you've just like given up. And I'm like, no, surrendering means that you are, you've dropped your ego and you are opening yourself up to all possibilities to serve you to your highest good. And, and when you vibe on that frequency, it's like, she's saying, yes, your higher self is like, yes. Um, there is already a more potent, more powerful version of you waiting for you, waiting for you just to say, yes, Mm -hmm. she's already here. Everything is already here. Nothing is destroyed. You know, nothing is created. She's already here. So girl, I can tell that. Yeah. Regardless (laughs) of like what you ever end up doing, you are a teacher, a leader, uh, just like hearing your voice and the passion behind you saying that like, <laughs> yes. And just like, you are here to empower mm-hmm. in whatever capacity that that shows up for you. Right. And I just think that that's so beautiful. I was going to say, Amanda, I'm really curious. What's your sign? Oh, this is such a loaded question. And, you know, I, I take people by a lot of surprise when I tell them my sign, because they'll often tell me, you know, I would have never guessed that you are this sign. So I hate telling people my sign. You need to know your rising sun and your moon. Cause yeah, I feel like as soon as I tell people my sign, they're like, there's no possible way. Cause I know so many other signs like that. And you are like nothing like that. So, um, I'm a Scorpio and I'm, I'm born on the 27th of October. So near the, I guess it'd be, you know, it'd be at the beginning. Is that the beginning? Yeah, it's so close to the end of Libra. Um, what Ashley okay. was saying though, is that you actually have three signs. So your sun sign Scorpio right? And so then you would have your rising sign and your moon sign. So it would be interesting to know what those three are in combination because that essentially your sun sign is just one small little snippet, but I'm not Mm -hmm. really surprised that you're Scorpio, to be honest. I feel like Scorpios are very deep and Mm -hmm. very, I don't know, they just have this depth to them and you have that depth. So the Scorpio part doesn't really surprise me. Okay, good. Yeah. So you have some homework to do, girl. I want to know what your rising sun is because that's how the world perceives you. Okay. So so your rising sun, let's say your rising sun is Aquarius and people, right? And you, when people, that's what people will think you are just based on the way that you show up in the world. They're like, oh, you must be this. Whereas your sign, like your sun sign that is you, that's just, that is your soul. Okay. That is that is you as you are. And then your moon sign is actually like the hidden or the shadow parts of you. 
And so your deeper emotions or the way you feel about something. So for example, let's say you present as an extrovert, but you're actually an introvert. Right. So the introvert would be that like moon sign where you're like, oh, like, yeah, I appear very bubbly, really fun. But God, I just need my like quiet, my space, my like two or three people. That's enough. Right. And so those can. So to most people, you appear like a party person, a, a socialite, somebody who really has a ton of charisma. But your soul, your moon sign is actually like, oh, just give me the fireplace with my mug and my, my <laughs> man and my boy and just let me be. Right. And so all okay. of those different elements. But most of us just think like, yeah, sun sign. This is who I am. This is what it is. So you've got some. Okay. Homework. I will. I will look into that and message you and let you know. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what element you are? So you're Scorpio. What is Scorpio, Ange? Do you know water. Water. Yeah, it's water. Okay. Yeah. I wish I, I'm by the river, so I do love water. Okay. Awesome. Hmm. Well, thanks for sharing. Huh? What do you, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No problem. And I know we were talking a little bit about manifestation, and I would just be curious, Amanda, what is your manifestation formula or the way in which you manifest? You talked about elevating your frequency, which is something we talk about a lot, about being able to attract those things by elevating your frequency. But is there a specific Mm -hmm. way that you go about manifesting everything that you desire in this lifetime? Um, well, I, I, I say that I do it in a few different ways. Um, when I'm in the forest, I get really quiet and, you know, tapping into those senses of what you can, um, like slowing down, depending on where I am feeling like, and what I'm needing to wanting to tap into manifest. But, um, so typically when I'm in the forest, definitely tapping into those five senses and then literally just, you know, grounding myself, um, into feeling, you know, what it like, I feel like it's kind of like a partnership with the universe. I feel like when I meditate, it's kind of like, okay, we're going to do a partnership and, um, what is it that you want me to serve? Like, how do you want me to serve humanity? And then the other part of it is really just me tapping into my higher self. So it really just channels through me of, you know, and that's where all the, that's where all of your ideas come from. Right. Um, so the, the, the sound bath bowls are definitely a must because that really just opens up the frequency. Um, but I would say meditating and getting quiet, visualizing you at your highest self of like what your day would look like, how it is that you would want, what do you want to bring in to your elements? Um, so a lot of visualization, I would say of really feeling that emotion of like, what would it feel like to have completed or be in the presence of A, B, C, or D, right? So really tapping in and feeling. And that's really, I think, you know, what's really gotten me to step into my purpose and step into, you know, um, serving more. Um, Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Because I feel that, uh, you know, meditating and manifesting are, you know, I would say like if, anyone is wanting to manifest meditating is definitely a really good start point. Um, it's like you need to tap into that quietness and that stillness 
to be present and the visualizing yourself, right? And mm-hmm. visualizing what it is that you want. What do you want to drive? What does that higher self of you, what does she talk like? What does she look like? Who does she hang out with? What does she eat? Um, you know, where is she going? Is she traveling? And so like pulling all those aspects in. Um, I mean, my goal is I want to have nature babes all over the freaking world. I want to, you know, really tap into that alpha warrior that we all have the feminine and the masculine pulled together. So Amazing. I've been doing a lot of manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. And I think you're right. It's that pulling in that piece, that big connection of, because our body, this is something that I've just learned this year too, because I feel like I could manifest very easily but I didn't know why I could do this thing, but yep. I couldn't like, okay, but like, I just, it's magic, right? So it's yeah. kind of like, I just do the magic and the magic happens, but there is actually like a formula to it. And one of the big pieces to that formula is feeling it as if it's happening in your body and that visualization piece. If that's how you get it to feel that way in your body, because your cells, your actual physical body doesn't know the difference between time and space, right? So it's not like you can visualize something from the future and your body is responding as though it's already happening and that is feeding you into that place, right? Whereas if you just think it, it's like, okay, well, yeah, that would be nice. But you recognize, hey, I'm not there. So your body's not receiving it. It's not responding, right? So I think that piece that you mentioned is really powerful. Another thing that I have noticed Some people need to get super specific. And for me, I need to be super vague. Mm -hmm. When I get specific, it makes me anxious because I feel like I have to control it. Whereas if I'm vague, I'm just like, I'm going to be in flow. When those numbers show up and you're like, everybody make a wish. I just like gratitude, gratitude. Thank you. Keep me on my, like, show me, keep me gently with grace and ease, please. (laughs) Right. I So I feel like there's different places too for people as far as like some people need to get super specific like I'm going to live in a blue house it's going to have 47 windows it's going to have six bathrooms my bedroom's going to be this big and the walls are going to be this color and these are my curtains that just stresses me out I'm just like um find me my perfect home so you're probably the percentage yeah you're probably oh sorry you're probably just the percentage of you know the population that really you know, gets overwhelmed very quickly. But if someone were to, you know, uh, get you to close your eyes and, um, focus on your brain, I mean, we, if I were to say, Hey, which way does your fridge open or what color is your door to your house? Like you would be able to walk me through that and tell me exactly all those details. So most of us, you know, really can, um, when we talk about the brain and how manifesting inside, it's kind of like, okay, we need to really step in and visualize it where you, it's probably more of just like feeling and flowing with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> say your human design actually breaks that down on whether you are a specific or a vague manifester. So I would be curious to look at your chart and I will do that when we do the human design does that Pardon? human design. Your human design actually determines whether you are a specific manifester or a vague manifester. And so it'd be interesting to see if for you, that's actually true because you do a lot of things very intuitively and then you learned human design and it was kind of like, oh, I've done all that really naturally. And I didn't know that I was like 
uniquely designed to be that way. But that's actually one of the distinguishing factors is you're either um, vague or specific. Ah, interesting. Beautiful. Hmm. I can't wait to look at that. So (laughs) very cool. Very cool. Now, Amanda, for the listener that is listening to this podcast, this woman that is heading into the summer months, maybe she feels as though she has a lot on the go and she's looking for some tools that will help her manage these busy months. We know nature is your expertise, but what are some of the tools that she could come back to, to find that quiet, to come back and be grounded amongst all of the chaos that the months of summer are going to entail? Absolutely. It's a great question. And I I would say just, you know, placing your hands on your heart and you can do this literally anywhere. Um, And it's just tuning into those five senses. placing your hands on your heart, being quiet, trying to step out for a moment. If you have little ones, making sure that they're okay for two minutes or three minutes. Um, And just like placing those hands on your heart, feeling that heartbeat. And then those, um, the consciousness are those five senses of what can you taste? What can you hear? What can you see? What can you smell? uh, What can you touch? So what are you feeling? So tapping into those senses, I say is like one of the best ways that you can just really own in on that focus. Um, the second best thing that I would do is find a nice spot in your backyard and get grounding. It's called earthing grounding. Um, but get those feet planted on the ground. There's so many electrons that come from the ground that really help uh, with inflammation, uh, help really kind of, if you're anxiety or if you have too much going on, it really just brings you back down to that state of feeling, you know, stable and secure. And, um, you'll have more patience. You'll be more focused. Uh, and then my third one for the toolbox is literally like, and you can do this with your kids. If you're in the car rolling down the windows and doing a howl or a scream as loud as you can and just like release. Um, I do this with my son pretty much almost every, I try to do it almost every day. We get on the deck and we're just like howling and it's just a great release. And when we release, it kind of opens you up a little bit, right? So, um, you might pay attention to some things that are happening, but the grounding by far is my favorite. Um, if you're busy this summer, uh, and and you're going to be grounding, if you're going to be going to the beach, uh, you're going to be wanting to put your feet on the ground and just find that time to do that. And you will notice the difference. It doesn't have to be super long. Even when you place your hands on your heart, two minutes of just stillness and quietness can really get you to tap into that intuition. So you can hear the whispers of your soul. Mm, I love that. (laughs) Ashley, do you have anything that you want to add as some strategies for our mamas? the summer months. Um, yeah, there's, there's lots. I think the biggest thing that Amanda touched on that I also feel very strongly about, but I think we actually, summer, we do a better job because we naturally, there's more sunlight. There is, we spend time at the beach. So our, our feet are in the sand, they're in the dirt, they're in the water. We're gardening, right? We're eating, 
more food from the earth, right? Whether you go to a market or whether you're getting fresh local produce at your grocery store or you grow it yourself. So in addition to those grounding things is when you are eating, right? That's that's a big way that we nourish ourselves. We nourish our body. We nourish our energy is growing your own food if you can or um, buying local things that you know come from places around you because this is your surrounding. This is where your energy is. It's going to do well with the food that's been grown in the dirt that your feet step on, right? In the same way that um, if you eat honey from bees local to you, you actually are, If you, especially if you have allergies, that will bring your allergies right down. Because they are using the pollen from the plants that you're actually allergic to. And so you're putting that into your body as medicine and it's coming from the plants around you. So that would be one way is just like really eating good food that's grown in your area. Um, whether you grow it yourself or not um, is, is one. The other one that I have just recently been really loving and it kind of taps into a few of the other specialists that we've been talking to. And I think there's a few things that I noticed. One is coming back home seems to be a big theme, right? And thinking about the space that you occupy. So just the other day we went out and cut our peonies are blooming. So flowers. So bringing nature into your home is another huge way that we can actually ground when we're not even outside, right? So having those flowers that you cut, or in our case, Coralie and Nolan were out sniffing and it's kind of a disaster, but good, right? And so I think that's a really nice way of bringing nature into the home. And the other one, my favorite one this time of year is actually charging your heart with the sun. So you're out in nature. It's really easy to do right now. You just literally put your heart towards the sun and you put, you tip your head up and you just beam her into your body right from your heart center and allow her to cleanse and purify, right? The sun is pure golden white light. It's what we channel. It's what you want to feel. It's all, it's perfect. And it is at our disposal. And there's a reason that we feel so good in the summer. And one of them is because of the sun. And we know that, right? Like it's bright outside here where I am at 5.30 in the morning, right? And when the sun shines, like, oh, yes, we feel productive. We feel motivated. We feel happy. We feel excited about life, right? And when it's not, we're like, oh, good, right? (laughs) And so I think tapping into that piece would be another one. Um, And I think lastly, I would just say like slowing down and being okay with it. Right. I know that summer for so many of us is chaotic. There's especially with sports kicking back up and social events being a big thing on the calendar and everybody just feels like they need to rush to cram it all in. But remembering that we want to enjoy summer. And so it comes back to that intuitive piece. And I think of you, Ange, because this is like, this is a you thing where it's like, it's a hell yes or it's a hell no. Right. And if you're wavering, if you're like, oh, do I really want to go to that thing? Right. Your your soul, your intuition is calling to you saying, like, take a break. If this isn't going to light you up, why are you going? So that the people who are there see you or so that you don't let so-and-so down or like, why? Why? Right. And I think that's a big one um, is giving yourself permission 
to not do everything so that you can feel and your family, hopefully can feel peaceful and not just like busy. Totally. Totally. I think establishing those strong boundaries and sticking to them to be supportive for yourself is huge, especially in the summer when we have a million things that we're probably being pulled in different directions. The additional tips that I want to add is one, live the day through the eyes of a child. So if you just for like 24 hours, just pretend like you are your six-year-old son and all of the things that you typically worry about, just see the magic and the magnificence of the entire day through their eyes and truly submerge yourself in that. Laugh really hard, really embrace joy, get messy, be silly, wear something goofy, just something that really fully embraces that childlike part of you, I think can be incredibly powerful. And I would say the last thing too is move your body and shake that energy around in whatever way feels good for you. Maybe it's going for a walk, maybe it's dancing, but just finding ways to move your body, whether that's lifting weights or not, it doesn't really matter. Just something that moves your body so that you're able to shake up the energy and you're able to feel as though I really got to see and experience summer, not just from home, but also in the way that we really have an opportunity for these special experiences to happen by moving through space. So amazing. So when you say that, and I'm talking to two fitness and energy experts, both of you, I consider you both healers and both fitness experts as well as energy workers. What would you recommend for somebody who is working out? Do they take the summer off? Do they grind harder? Do they, what would be your recommendation for somebody during those, you know, two, three months where life is maybe busier or maybe you're on vacation or what's the recommendation there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think most people find it supportive to take times where they're resting and not pushing as hard, taking it as maybe a season where you're easing back a little bit. So maybe you're moving to just body weight and band workouts, or maybe you're taking your workouts outside so you can really soak up that sun energy. But it's really just allowing that the pressure of the day doesn't feel like, oh my God, I got to get my workout done. It's, oh, I'm excited to do my workout. I'm excited to bring my bands and be able to work out on the beach. Does that really excite you? Then, then structuring it in that way, but honoring that this season for you, it may be a lot for you to be doing the four or five days that you normally do. Um, and you may also find that you don't want to work out inside because the weather is amazing and just honoring that. Okay. Take your workouts outside. Um, but I think it can vary from person to person. It can vary from goal until goal, but I think the biggest thing, especially for women is just honoring that everything is a season. Everything is a cycle. And perhaps for these couple of months, maybe you aren't pushing as hard. Maybe you are going to go back into a season of pushing hard, but right now, if you don't feel like doing that, that's cool. Honor it. I love it. Amazing. Anything extra for you, for you to add? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you really getting into that flow. I think it's, I think I, I find I've seen fitness, you know, go getters and stuff. It's hard sometimes for them to take a step back. Right. So I think, you know, allowing your body to feel and flow into it. And I love all those suggestions that you do. I know for me, I, I, I try to just do two times a week or three times a week and it's like 30 minutes and I keep it short and simple and, uh, or get outside, get outside. And it doesn't have to be like, 
it can be anything from outside. It can be kayaking. It can be, you know, swimming. It can be, uh, you know, whatever. There's so many activities that you can do in the summertime. So it's good to get out and get moving. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. Well, ladies, is there anything else that we need to tie in here? I don't think there's anything other than just immense gratitude, Amanda. Like I am just so grateful whenever our souls get to cross paths with absolutely phenomenal women. I'm just like so much (laughs) gratitude. And that's just what I want to express is thank you sincerely for uh, being yes so welcome what it is and for becoming and sharing all your insights tonight we love when we get to collaborate with wonderful people like you oh thanks so much <laughs> yeah it's uh it's been quite a journey so far so and i i love collaborating i think you know i never got to do that as much as i wanted to in the fitness industry it just seemed that there was a bit more resistance with collaborating so i feel I feel it flows better collaborating into the identity that I am now. So I feel the same way. You girls are just pure magic and anything you do, it's just, it's going to be successful. So I can't wait till you get your next retreat out and um, we'll start sharing it. And I feel like end of summer maybe is better because people are so like, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know what they, if they would be coming out during the summer. But, yeah, we um, the date actually we're doing as it November, just based on the timeline of where everything um, landed yeah. with it. And beautiful timeline, and also we were kind of we were we were tossing back and forth, and we just said, "Fuck it, let's embrace the weather. Let's do a warmer, cozier." version of this and just like oh let's embody all the the greatness of what's coming with that so we did um specifically we kind of we played around with some dates but yeah november is um so get ready girlfriend and i'm excited to say amanda and i are also collaborating in the next couple of a week or two actually um we're going to be working together for a group of teachers for some mental health things and Amanda's going to be doing sound bath and I'm going to be doing Reiki. I promise I won't be dead on a, on a blanket on the grass. I will be actually moving the energy. I promise. Um, but yeah, so, um, I feel like the wheels are just starting to get in motion and we're so excited to be working with you and linking arms with you because that is right. I think when we take our own magic, that's great, but really it's all about oneness. And when we get into that oneness, we rise, right? So we're absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I feel like we're all, you know, this source or whatever you want to call higher self is like this beautiful globe of all of these amazing things. And it's like taking all the ingredients, like how would you make a pie? You put the apples in and you put the dough in and some sugar and cinnamon. And, you know, if you think of that oneness and wholeness and in unity, and if I were to cut a slice of that that pie out and put it on a plate, you know, we are all pieces of this beautiful, magical oneness. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, um, so there's, there's lots to go around. There's lots of times that you can cut the pie into all these slices where, you know, we are all beams of light and we're all here to shine and support and, um, help each other rise and celebrate our small wins. And, um, 
yeah, it's beautiful to be on this side of the, the fence. Cause I, I, I didn't have that so much in the fitness industry when I was on the other side. So seeing this side of really, you know, locking arms and collaborating with women and lifting them all up. And I think that's what it's about. It's all about, you know, lifting each other up so that you can see that, you know, there's room for all of us to be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Amanda, if somebody's listening and they want to connect with you, if they're interested in your events and the different offerings that you have through your business, how will they connect with you? Um, They can connect to us uh, off our website, which is www.naturebabes.ca. We're on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook, uh, lots of different ways. Just send us a message and, uh, yeah, we can get you connected to different services that we offer and more information. Mm-hmm. Do you have any events coming up in the next couple of months? I, uh, I actually have a dinner in the forest coming up, um, which is really something new for us, but it's a way again, to get women out for an evening in this beautiful setting in the pines. Um, and they can enjoy a beautiful meal. Um, I will be doing some mediumship with this dinner, uh, and then I have a few outdoor sound baths that are coming up that'll be, um, by the fire, uh, outside. So, uh, yeah, we, we work with Eventbrite, I guess, uh, with our events and, uh, yeah. And a lot of private, a lot of private retreats and a lot of private readings. And that has been seeming to be the thing lately. So that has been keeping me, uh, you know, very steady. So I'm trying to figure out where I can pop in a few events. Um, so I can see all the other people that are following me. So. Awesome. Amazing. All right. Well, I want, I'm going to go creep all of that because I want to take <laughs> dates on that. Um, because well, I, yeah, I don't have course. a, it's, yeah, it's not quite released just yet. I've been talking with the uh, caterer uh, on date. So, uh, but it's, yeah, it's going to, I know it's going to sell out instantly uh, the dinner in the forest. I'm super excited to do that one. Oh, awesome. Well, keep us posted girl. Cause it sounds incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Amanda. And for those listening, if you enjoyed today's podcast, we invite you to share it with somebody, um, either friend, family, maybe on social media. And we will see you guys next Thursday. Lots of love. Thanks so much. Bye.